0: From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Pamela McCall. Today is a day of remembrance for the more than 120,000 Japanese Americans who were incarcerated during World War II. As KUER's Tilda Wilson reports, the Moab Museum has launched a new exhibit highlighting the lesser known of Utah's two incarceration camps.
1: Even in 1943, when the Dalton Wells prison camp was opened, people in Moab didn't know it existed. The museum's executive director, Forrest Rogers, says he heard that from a lifelong resident.
2: And she said, we never knew that story. We, we never knew what, what was really out there.
1: That's why the exhibit, A Moab Prison Camp, Japanese-American Incarceration in Grand County, was created. It tells the story of the 56 men who were held there through letters and photos. They were labeled troublemakers, but they were just fighting for what they believed in. That's former Utah Senator Janie Iwamoto. She sponsored a bill in 2022 that led to the state recognizing February 19th as a day of remembrance. We need to know about each other's past, even though they're uncomfortable, because, you know, without that, you cannot ever move forward and make real change. Rogers hopes this will help people gain awareness that prompts reflection. The exhibit is on display until June 29th. Tilda Wilson,
0: KUER News. An effort to change Utah's state flag back to its original design has failed. Organizers did not collect enough signatures to make it on the 2024 ballot. As of last Friday's deadline, just over 99,000 signatures had been turned in. That's around 35,000 short of what they needed. The flag's redesign features a gold hexagon containing a beehive and a five-pointed star representing Utah's five traditional indigenous tribes. It was signed into law in 2023. It was added as an official state flag along with the previous design. Last fall, a Deseret news Hinckley Institute poll showed 41% of Utahns supported the new design, with 37% opposed to it. Colorado lawmakers have introduced a bill aimed at protecting residents near busy airports from noise and lead exposure. From KUNC in Greeley, Colorado, Scott Franz has more for the Mountain West News Bureau.
2: The Environmental Protection Agency says leaded fuel used by thousands of small planes is a public health threat. Colorado state lawmakers will try to speed up a transition to unleaded fuel by offering pilots and airports financial incentives to switch to it. Bree Lehman is a Lafayette resident who has spent years asking airports to reduce their impact on neighbors.
0: I feel a moral obligation to fight this issue because so many people don't know about it and continue to not know about it. And up until now, none of our public health agencies or people in charge of protecting our environment have really seemed to take any of these concerns seriously.
2: The bill would give airports money to install unleaded fuel tanks through fees on leaded fuel sales. It would also block the state from spending grant funds at busy airports that aren't taking steps to reduce noise. Scott Franz, KUNC.
0: The Pac-12 Athletic Conference has a new commissioner. Teresa Gould will succeed George Klivakov on March 1st. He was relieved of his duties last Friday. Gould was hired by the Pac-12 in 2018 and served as deputy commissioner, overseeing all sports, championship events, and other duties. She takes over a conference that's down to only two members. UCLA and Southern California announced they were leaving the Pac-12 in 2022. Utah and seven more schools followed suit last summer after Klivakov could not reach a new media rights deal. Winter weather advisories go into effect for parts of Utah this afternoon. The Wasatch Mountains south of I-80 and the western Uinta Mountains could see between one to two feet of snow. It will fall mainly over elevations higher than 7,000 feet through Wednesday night. The Wasatch Mountains north of I-80 are under a winter advisory too, with six to 12 inches possible by Wednesday morning. The National Weather Service says the snow will be heavy at times and the advisories may need to be extended. The Utah Avalanche Center says the avalanche danger from Logan to Provo is considerable. You are listening to KUER News.